0: social with Ed Easton Jr. we are back once again, brand new show here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. And I'm excited because this week's show we actually have guests in studio and you know, we always usually have guests whether it's um me going to an event and actually talking to them at the event or doing a phone, you know, a call-in type of interview which are always great as you've heard some of them in the past. But I always like having the ability to bring somebody in the actual studio, in the radio station and talk to them face to face. This time around, I was able to get two people and they are actually co-stars of the great web show Two Grown. So I I got the opportunity to speak with Alana and Jordan about the web show, as well as just everything that they have going on in their careers. Uh, These are two very talented women and they put the show together that it's, it's a comedy. It, it gives you like an inside look of uh, two roommates just trying to find their way through New York city in a variety of ways where they basically are not spending money and they're just trying to live a normal life. New York is New York as, as everyone basically knows it's almost impossible to live here. So it's hilarious. And I was just happy to have him on and I know you're probably thinking, okay, well, this is a sports show. What do, what do we have to do with sports? Now listen i I did my research these two ladies have a great sports background that um i'm gonna let them obviously reveal during the interview uh just it's amazing what you do learn and how sports does tie in to a lot of stuff that you see not only on the show but just in acting and the preparation whether it's the fitness or just like i said their overall background so it was just great talking to them and um it's the type of stuff that I look forward to. You you want to hear people being creative, doing different things, and the fact that they do have sports being a main factor into what they're doing now in their careers is just great. So, it's a it's a great interview, and I, I definitely hope everyone enjoys it and learns something from it because it is a uh, it's really cool. Now, not everything has been great in the world of sports, as everyone knows. If you've been following the whole scandal. With the college basketball, I mean, it feels like every other week now there's a different a different scandal. First, it was the whole Tom Izzo situation, and you know Michigan State apparently with the the different uh, sexual assault situations. Obviously, the whole Larry Nasser that put everything on blast and basically made a lot more people aware that there are issues going on in college basketball. Rick Petino was dismissed from Louisville. Louisville was forced to vacate their 2013 NCAA title because of it, forcing many people to just have different opinions. So I think Dick Vitale, who is, uh you know, he's about as college basketball as he gets. So I mean, he's been covering college basketball forever. He was a coach. He was uh, very uh, opinionated via Twitter on his thoughts on Louisville having to suffer, vacating all those losses for the last couple of years, including that championship season. And he really does point his fingers his finger at uh Rick Petino and not being aware of what was going on, probably being aware and just trying to hide everything. Of course, that investigation continues to go on. And the most recent one you have in regards to players that are being recruited with money. Uh several schools have been brought up, Michigan State being one of them, Duke, North Carolina, Arizona. And even to take it to another level, the Coach of Arizona is on tape, is actually caught on tape talking about, you know, offering money and uh, trying to get recruits. It's just a lot of incriminating evidence. It's it's become a mess. And, you know, college basketball is always taking its hits when it comes to not paying players and yet exploiting their likeness and, and all the different things that go along with it. This is another black eye on the whole mission of what college basketball and just college sports was supposed to be about. Of course, a lot of this is still early. I, I believe this was through Yahoo Sports, who's coming out with these reports and all these different things. I feel like every other day now there's a new story regarding this, and the investigations do continue. I think Duke came out and said, we have no recollection or no no evidence of such actions taking place." but uh there's still investigations going on, and it's it's always a mess. So, you know, it comes back to like the whole one and done thing. I'm actually a believer in the fact that this should be each player, whether you know they're in high school, regardless if the NBA feels like they're ready or not, they have the right to go and enter themselves into the draft. I just don't see why this is such an issue. If they're allowed to go and fight a war at 18 years old without going to college, why can't they go and play basketball for money? I mean, at the end of the day. A lot of these guys don't come from rich neighborhoods. They don't come from rich families. They need the money right away. And if they have a talent and the whole point of going to college is to help build a career, if these guys feel like they're ready to go now, they're taking this chance. Allow them to take this chance. I think the NBA does a great job with uh, building its G League now. Uh, the Gatorade League is developing players, you know, rapidly. And this could be another outlet for a lot of uh, players that just don't want to do the whole one and done situation. Because realistically, if you want to play college basketball, you have to want to play college basketball. It just can't be a, okay, I just want to do this for maybe a year and, you know, just so I'm eligible for the draft. Those days are starting to get a little out of control. A high school diploma, at the end of the day, people live their lives with just a high school diploma. It is what it is. I just think... You know, they keep saying one year out of high school. I hear that. But open it up. Let these kids make the decision. They have to make the decision with their families. They're making the decisions for their families. Just let them, just let them go to the draft. So, you know, odds are you're not always going to get a Tracy McGrady. You're not always going to get a LeBron James. But you got to give these guys the opportunity to do it. Yes, I know the whole Lenny Cook situation, that kind of scared a lot of people, you know, for about players not being ready you got to see you have to give them the opportunity to make this choice. You got the Gatorade League for a reason. Utilize it. Try to, you know, attract more people that way if there's a worry, because I do believe once every team has their own affiliate, it will become a lot better. And you probably will get that more of a a baseball feel to it because baseball, they do it all the time. And I just think that's a, um, a template in which the NBA could follow and, and in college basketball, you know, can just figure out their situation and just stick to maybe getting players that want to play four years. You know, it doesn't hurt either. I, I just feel like there's something they need to sit down and have a conversation about just so we can just end all the speculation. It's, it's, it's a little out of control. I mean, they have to find a real solution. Now, I was just talking about baseball, and as everyone knows, I am a huge baseball fan. Spring training is officially underway. My Yankees are back out there. We've gotten over the sting of not winning the uh, AL uh, Championship Series and then obviously missing out on a chance for the World Series. We have Giancarlo Stanton. He's in the lineup now. I'm excited. As a Yankees fan, I am very excited, but I'm also Realistic. I know that this team is going to hit a lot of home runs, but they're also going to strike out a lot, which could also lead to problems because you have a lot of free swingers. And I could go deep into details with this, trust me. The situation, however, is very different when it comes to the New York Mets because they still don't know what's going to happen with their roster. Are their pitchers going to be okay? Will everybody actually finish out the season? Because, you know, that team that made the World Series, I believe, about two years ago. It's it's falling apart. I mean, the all those ah uh, those great pitchers they just can't seem to stay healthy and live up to that great potential. Ah, uh, David Wright is still missing in action, and it's it's really a scary situation if you're a Mets fan because that window that you thought might stay open a little longer is, is basically halfway closed. I mean, I just don't know how much more they can really go with this. Yes, they have a new manager Callaway, you know. He brings a nice new energy to the game and everything, kind of the same way I think the Yankees have with Aaron Boone, we're bringing that energy. But it's still, if you're a Mets fan, you know, I got to put out the rules right now. Do not get too excited if the team wins the first two games, first three games like you always do. Don't start calling it a Mets town. It's a long season, 162 games. You got to It just... You know, I'm not going to say go through the motions, but you got to be realistic. This team has a lot of holes it has to fill, and they got to do the best they can with what they got. So, so to start off the whole spring training and, and just getting everybody in, you know, we got some sound from uh, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, the new Yankee, you know, just uh, arriving at spring training and taking his first wax out there. Uh, just his whole thought on what he thinks the season is going to be about, because this is when everyone starts throwing that out there, so you get to hear his press conference on that. Also, David Wright, and his. it's becoming an annual thing, sadly, of whether or not when he's going to come back, what is still bothering him, uh, how is he working his way back. This time around, he sounded a little more uh, pessimistic, and, you know, it, it sucks for a guy like that, who I just honestly believe shouldn't come back, and just gotta take care of your body. You got the spinal stenosis, you know, you got the shoulder injuries. It's just a lot of things happening for him. And for such a talented player, a good guy really in the game, it's really a rough stretch. So you get to hear from him as well during his uh, his um entrance into spring training and just basically working with trainers still and trying to get his body back to some type of normalcy. And it's just a rough situation. So uh, those are the sounds for this week. And following that, of course, as promised, the interview with the uh, ladies from Two Grown. And as always, I'm open to feedback. Hit me up on Twitter at Ed Easton Jr as well as Instagram, same thing at Ed Easton Jr. And just share your thoughts. If you feel like you want to hear certain guests, if you want some more topics talked about, I'm open to it. And you know, in the future, i'm gonna sh- I'm gonna start using some of the uh, some of the comments on the show as well as some questions. So that's some new stuff we're going to keep doing. But uh, until then, we're going to go right into our this week's sounds, and this is the spring training press conferences. We have Jim Carlos Stanton of the Yankees first, followed by David Wright of the New York Mets. John how did it feel this morning with all the excitement surrounding uh, the opening of spring training, uh, full squad, and also you and Aaron Judge in the batting cage?
1: Uh, it was great. Uh, it was a great first day. Um, you know, we... Uh, got a lot done out there and uh it's been been cool getting to know some of these guys and um you know getting to work with them them. oh yeah the fans the uh, the moment we we touched the the dirt the you know they're buzzing and and ready for us to get in the cage uh, and hit so uh that was really cool nothing like i experienced in spring who else tina to your right again
2: john carl john Collar, you were with aaron judge from the beginning you guys came out together through, you know, played catch together, worked grounders. I know you've been talking to him since the, the dinner in, in New York, but how is that relationship building? How is it going to benefit you, him, and the team uh, on the field?
1: Uh, th- that's going to be huge. You know, uh, we got to we gotta be in sync on the same page. Um, you know, we're all... Uh, here for the the one common goal um, for the team, and um, you know, just bounce ideas off each other. You know, I'm 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 new. I'm I'm a deer in headlights here too. So I, I'm I'm asking them questions. You know, getting getting to know how things work around here, and um, you know, taking in all the information I can get. Sweeney, in the front,
3: John Carlo. What did you think of uh, Aaron Boone's first address about? Embracing expectations, things
1: like that. It's awesome, awesome. Um, you know, he, he he got straight to it. Uh, got got us to uh, get to the point exactly what we need to need to do. The the focus for spring, the focus leading up to the year, and um, you know, it's, it's going to be a good one. Who else? Anyone else? Joel, to your right.
3: Giancarlo, you mentioned deer in the headlights. Have you found anything even bigger, larger, more intense than you expected so far joining this team?
1: Uh, no, I left that <laughs> open-ended to the expectations. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm still uh, just, just learning with the process and uh, these days and weeks and, uh, you know, ask questions when I need and, and, you know, observe. All the way in the back left, Kenny. Uh, Giancarlo, when you look around the clubhouse and you look at the talent that's uh, on the Yankees, how does that make you feel as you're sitting there and just looking around at your teammates? Uh, it's amazing. You got all stars um, all over the place, future all stars, um, future MVPs. You know, it's all. It's a. It's a great clubhouse, a great group of guys, and uh, you know, I'm just here to mess with them. Uh, clap and John to your
0: right, Giancarlo. Giancarlo. Um, Do you have to work at ignoring
4: or at least filtering out the idea that these fans here today are looking for a home run from you just every time you swing the bat and is it Difficult not to fall into that trap that you're here to entertain them instead of doing what you have to do and get your work in
1: uh, Yeah, I know, I know uh, they're they're here for the entertainment too, but um, uh, we, we gotta get our our work in too. So, um, you know the the main entertainment uh, this is this six weeks is set up for the 162 plus entertainment, so um, It's not hard. That's that's my usual Approach in BP and um, you know, it's not, that's what got me to this point and it's not gonna change. Hart.
3: Joe yeah, Carlos, similar to that, uh, what's your usual approach to BP? Is it all about work, and was it any different today just because of the atmosphere?
1: Yeah, different today. I, I was playing pepper with the cage a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but, no, nah, I usually just hit, the, hit it the right field to make sure I get backspin, stay inside the ball, um, and see how I feel. Well, I'll let it go when I need and, you know, get ready for the game. Billy, do you have a question? Chris, to your left. Giancarlo, being in that
3: group with Gary and Aaron and Jacoby, do you, is there any part of you, I know you're here to work, you said that, but is there any part of you that turns into a fan w- when you're watching these other two guys
1: swing the bat? Well, exciting. It's, it's exciting to see. Um, and, you know, we're, we're all working on uh, what's going to help us perform. Um, but at the same time, we're all exciting to watch, too. So, uh, you know, we're, we're our own fans, and we, we understand uh, everyone in the stands, too. So uh, you, you get the happy medium. Got a couple more, if there are any. Uh, I'm sorry, Jack, to your left, John Carlo.
3: John Carlo, there's going to be a lot of hype and hoopla around you and Judge. We've already seen that start. But Aaron Boone said he hopes that you two benefit from mutually talking about hitting. When do you think that process starts where you can each talk hitting with each other and the lessons can help
1: Uh, once once the games start you know we still got we're still learning um each other getting getting ready for um the games and whatnot so once those settle down and you get your routines uh down and um you know it'll come you know
3: i feel like um you know as far as um you know kind of getting further and further along you know we're at the point now where um, you know we can begin to try to to ramp it up a little bit more um, you know we've been in constant communication whether it's um, with dr. Alchek with the shoulder surgery or dr. Watkins with the back surgery we've been in constant communication with them making sure that you know when we progress these steps that it's not gonna do anything to uh, kind of um, set us back um, you know so for now we're, we're, we're still in the rehab process but um, you know, I guess uh, you know, baby steps are, you know, still steps in the right direction.
4: Do you have any realistic
3: goals in terms of timetable when you might be able to start baseball activity of any kind? Um, no. I mean, I guess in my head I do. Um, you know, but I hate putting timelines on anything. Um, you know, when you're talking about you know injuries or surgeries, you know, the last thing I want to do is, um, you know, put expectations out uh that i may or may not be able to meet so um you know it's kind of a daily process and you know i hate to oversimplify it but um you know i think that um you know when we get to the point where you know my body tells me that hey you know i think that uh you know we can do this then we'll try to do it and um you know kind of go from there but um you know we're at a point where um you know certainly with uh you know the history of the last couple years and the three uh, surgeries that I've had, um, you know, I want to, to, to get it right. <clears throat> you know, I want to, you know, take my time, and I think the, the training staff and the doctors are, um, you know, certainly being, um, you know, helpful, uh, albeit conservative. Um, you know, and that's a good thing because, uh, you know, certainly don't want to, like I said, rush back and have to take a few steps backwards. How frustrating has this process been? It's certainly very frustrating, uh, you know, when you're used to doing something your entire life, uh, um, you know, it has kind of taken away from you. It is definitely, uh, you know, frustrating. And, you know, every day I'm reminded when I come in and I see everybody else, you know, get in uniform and go out there and, and do the things that I love to do. And, and I'm stuck in the uh, training room, you know, doing rehab stuff, you know, I would say, uh, you know, frustrations an understatement, but, um, you know, again, it, it'd be easy if I didn't have that, you know, that drive to, um, you know, get back out there. If it was just, Um, you know, if I didn't love what I did, you know, it certainly would make things easier. But, um, you know, I do love what I do. And like I said, when it's kind of abruptly taken away from you, um, you know, I mentioned this earlier that, you know, when it's all said and done, you know, I want, uh, you know, me to be able to say, you know what, I did everything I could. And, um, you know, if it, if it, if it works, that's obviously the goal. And if it doesn't work, then, um. You know, I'll rest easy knowing that I gave it my best shot. Is the
1: mental part almost as tough as the physical?
3: Yeah, I would say the mental is, well, I guess the physical part would be playing. Um, you know, but the, the mental part certainly wears on you. Um, you know, again, it's, it's it's. you know, you come in here and you see everybody else, you know, doing the things that you're accustomed to doing. Uh, you know, you're talking about, you know, I've been playing this game for a long time, and, you know, I've been fortunate to be in this organization for a long time. And, and uh, you know, this time of year, it's... Uh, you know, you come in with these, uh, you know, just these, uh, you know, big smile on your face and, and you go out for the field for the first time. You meet your new teammates, you know, you, you're pumped up. And, you know, for me, it's just, um, you know, I'm excited to see everybody, but, you know, I don't get a chance to join in on all the fun right now. So that's, uh, you know, certainly frustrating. how confident
4: you that you can get back this season?
3: Well, I'm going to give it my best shot, certainly. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, um, I probably have a lot of the same questions that, you know you're asking me and you know a lot of uh... you know people are asking of me because uh, i just don't know um, you know it's it's uh, uh... certainly been an uphill climb for me and uh... Um, you know so I, I guess i it's it's honest answer your question i don't know i'm not sure what the expectation is I'm you know i'd love to play again um, you know but it's uh, uh... you know my body's gotta um, Hold up, and and um, it's going to have to cooperate with me a little bit. David, <clears throat>
0: okay, if you get to the point you're okay physically to, to go out there, just what's the level of concern? I mean, it'll be almost two years since you mm-hmm. played. About what, where your baseball skills
4: are going to be, and if you know you can kind of recapture
3: that. Yeah, I mean that's a you know that's a good question. Uh, you know, again, I guess I won't know until I get a chance to get out there. Um, you now, I wouldn't say that. I, I would I would definitely say that um, you know, it's more of a priority for me to get, you know, my body cooperating. And then I think, um, I'm confident that I can get caught up to speed. Um, you know, but I think the biggest hurdle for me is definitely going to be getting my body to cooperate. Um, you know, and if I can do that, you know, I think that that, um, that natural process of just, you know, getting caught up to that speed and, and getting that baseball things back, it's, you know, for me, it's always kind of been, um, you know, once you get out there and you see some live pitching, it's just kind of things just start kicking in. And it's kind of like riding a bike where you just kind of, uh, you know, things start flowing again. Um, you know, but uh, I, I just got to get to a point now where, um, you know, I can physically do it. Is there ever a point in this long process where you thought, you know, maybe it's time to hang it up or maybe this this is enough No, you know, as I said earlier, it, it'd be easier if I didn't have that, that passion for, you know, what I do. Um, yeah, you know, I guess there's, you know, it's something to be said for, you know, it's, 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 um, you know, it's a decision I think every athlete wants to make where it's, you know, they get to make that, you know, decision where you, you don't want your body tell, making that decision for you. So, um, you know, I think that, you know, mindset is now as, as, as frustrating as it is, and as many questions as I have about myself, as there is, um, the only thing I can do is to come in every day, try to you know, do better than I did the day before in rehab. And then if, you know, we get to the point when, you know, I'm feeling good enough to give it a go, then, then I certainly want to give it a go. And, and um, you know, as Mike said, if, if then I get to the point where, um, you know, the team decides that, uh, you know, that I'm helpful, um, that I'll be helpful to them, then, you know, that's certainly their decision. But, um, you know, I, I want to get to that point where, you know, we have to make that decision.
0: Yeah, the with the Todd Frazier signing, mm-hmm. Um did anyone in management reach out to you before it happened, and have you spoken to Todd since? Uh,
3: Jeff called me um, the night that it came out and said he just, you know, which uh, you know, I very much appreciated, said he wanted to give me a heads up that you know, this was going to happen, and um, that certainly meant a lot to me. Um, you know, and the way I look at it is, um, you know, we're certainly, in my opinion, a, a, a very good team without me. And, uh, you know, I, my mindset is we'll be a better team you know, with uh, with both of us both of us out there, so um, you know, certainly a terrific player and somebody that I think is going to fit in well, uh, you know, to this team. Um, you know, I think his track record speaks for itself. Um, I've gotten a chance to talk to Todd, you know, a few times, and um, you know, as far as both of us are concerned, it's 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 you know business as usual, and uh, you know, I think both of us agree that um, you know having all these options that we have, whether it's just not you know Todd and I, but you know, Wilmer and Jose and Asdrubal and, uh, you know, Rosario, Dom Smith, Gonzo. I mean, it's just a, it's a good, um, you know, hopefully we, we get to the point where we have all those different quality options.
0: Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. We are here, and I am here actually with two talented and beautiful ladies right here. Two Grown, that is the show that they have. I have Miss Alana. And Miss Jordan, hey. ladies, how's it going? I mean, I'm just Hi, happy Ed. to have y'all here. I'm a fan of the show, <laughs> oh, so that's, you know. We're
2: so happy to hear that. Can I just say that yeah. I'm really happy that you put talented in front of beautiful? I just wanted to yeah. point oh, yeah. that out. That like you just earn mad points yeah. as a human oh, and, and a man human.
0: Oh, I, I appreciate that because you know, <laughs> as men humans, as you've heard, we are not Listen. we're not looking too great in no. media or anything things like are, that. You know, are not, not looking good.
2: <laughs> not, not good for good. you right yeah. now. Well,
0: like I said, I am a big fan of the show. And uh, for everybody that, you know, is not aware, it's uh, it's about two roommates mm-hmm. who are basically doing whatever they can to survive in New York mm-hmm. City. And yeah. uh, some of the stuff that you guys are doing could be considered illegal <laughs> in some of the episodes. <laughs> just, just want to put that out there. <laughs> no. But it's, Maybe.
4: Really? Maybe. But Come y- on. And it's New York. Anything goes. It's you know it's what true. I mean? Yo, this Let's... is the city of hustle. You're you know, right. uh, there are so many jobs that are unheard of uh that exist here and mm-hmm. you make money doing them that like, you would not
2: ever ever encounter in like any other city i'm ever. pretty confident i mean not that i've been to every other city but i'm pretty sure that we have some very <laughs> unique uh ways Hustles. of scheming and, and earning money For to sure. get by because mm-hmm. i mean it's crazy it is crazy prices of everything in new york it's just you know and 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 salaries don't rise proportionally to everything else. So it's like, why are you
4: setting us all up for failure? Like, can you stop? Can you give us a break? (laughs) And I love food and shopping, so... Preach! Yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure it it's out. It's like
0: they're not even trying to care about your needs here. No, you know? like not, truffle yeah. mac
4: and cheese forever. Like that's expensive. Mm-hmm. Truffle mac and cheese definitely damn. is a delicacy. I'm
0: telling you, you guys are putting me onto something right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now let me just first get to know you know you ladies. Well, let the world get to know y'all even more. El um, mundo. Um, I'm gonna start with you, Jordan. Okay, yeah. now you're an actress, a writer, director. Mm. You know, I looked up. the... I did my research. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> come through Ed with the research. So uh, what made you want to get into acting and and to do all the stuff behind the scenes as well?
4: Um, Well, I started in television straight out of college. I went to the University of Oklahoma. Boomer Sooner, baby. Okay. Um, And uh, my first job out of college was, uh, funny enough, working for The Maury Show. Um, Yeah, so I was a PA and uh, left as an AP. And I just loved television itself. Mm -hmm. I just got tired of DNA tests daily. Oh, see, Baby Mama Drama. You met a lot of great people there. I huh? listen, class acts every <laughs> day. Um, and so, I, like I said, I enjoyed being behind the scenes and working in that kind of job. I ended up gaining a lot of weight. And okay. one day I went through the drive-thru at McDonald's and they realized that I was a regular. And he was like, I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, And I was like, I got to lose this weight. And then I just started auditioning for stuff okay. and started getting booked. And I enjoyed doing it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to stack some bread and then I'm quitting this job. And so I did. And I, acting is so oh, amazing. It's so, <laughs> I don't know. It, it just, it fills my soul. Like, it's just, it's, it, it's an outward expression of how you can mm-hmm. portray somebody else, you know? Right. Um, and, yeah, I just love it.
0: It's so, so It's a passion
4: beyond at yeah. the end of
0: the day i could tell you know it's definitely a motivational factor uh now the mcdonald's thing let's be honest that's Listen. not the, that's not the worst thing in the world I'm for a mcdonald's you. person to say that you he know knew what
4: i wanted mcchicken <laughs> with cheese <laughs> a small fry and a cup of water well i mean that's protein though so he it's, said it's fine. see you tomorrow i said <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm good
0: okay and uh alana now yeah yours as well
2: um so Jordan and I actually met working for the Maury Show. Um, she started there, I think, a year, or you, you were interning before uh, you even started as a yeah. PA, right? Yeah. So when I got there, um, I was a PA, and okay. uh, Jordan and uh, our other friend Flo very uh, honestly and bluntly told me, uh, You're going to hate this job. <laughs> you're going to want to quit. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, No, like, I'm not. Um, because I was also coming from radio, too. Like, in mm-hmm. college, I had a radio show, you know, at first I just started doing it for fun, but then like people were like, you're actually kind of good at this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my, my head got big and I was like, all right, let's just do this. You know, let me take it a little seriously, not too seriously, a little seriously, um, (laughs) you know, had some really great internships, but I never got hired in radio. So, you know, I applied to, I was like, screw it. Let me apply for this job in TV, got the job. Met Jordan there, quit like three and a half Oh, yeah, she
4: was like, she, she wasn't went. even there. I was oh, out. Just
0: like that. She was walked
4: in, I was like, you do not want to do this. She's like, oh, yeah, I got this. And then she quit, and yes. I was gone. She was gone. Yeah. Um, okay. So... <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> However, I do like to say people are like, you, at least stick around for six months, you know? Like, I was young and dumb and whatever the case. And I had, you know, my priorities were all out of order. Um, and those, the hours were crazy. Yeah, I mean, we were working like anything. 89, 90 hours a week, which, mm. you know, if you're doing something that you love and you're being treated like a human is one thing. But, um, yeah. you know, when you have uh, people calling you in the middle of the night, cursing you out um, because the flight that you booked them was too small um, for their Big ass. Um, mm. You know, it's like I, I have better things to do than this. Um, but anyway, it was a great learning experience. I mean, I met Jordan there, and, mm-hmm. I, and I met our other friend Flo there, and um, we stayed in contact over the years. Um, and eventually, eventually, I started acting kind of out of nowhere. I kind of had a quarter-life crisis. Because um, after I left Maury, I was dabbling in sales and administrative work um, you know, and I was just not fulfilled. Um, my job in sales was very, very demanding right. and very draining, and I was so unhappy. Um, and I had no time to do anything creatively.
1: Mm. You know,
2: I've always been a performer. I was a competitive figure skater. Um, I was on the step team in high school and in college, and I was on the dance team in in, in college. You know, and to not have that time to express yourself at all, um, it really it, it it really took a toll on me right. um, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And I was like this is obviously what I have to do. This is not something that I want to do. This is something that I have to do. Right. Um, so I put an apron back on, went back to waiting tables, started taking acting classes, and I, and I never looked back. Um, and the way that I, it got to, you know, the creation and manifestation of Two Grown was me and Jordan would keep in touch over the years. Mm-hmm. And um, one day we met up for coffee and we were both like, how's acting? Great. It's okay. I'm kind of sick of getting cast as the same, like, hypersexualized sexualized person. Um, you know, I want to be funny. I want to be me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know, on the side I was taking all these comedy classes, and I really right. wanted to put that knowledge to use. Um, so we were like, let's just do our own thing. We pretty much both had the same idea and just needed someone else to partner up with to make it happen. Um, and we were like, let's just do this, you know? Like, I know your hustle. You know my hustle. I know your ethic. Um... And I really think that we can make something here. So we did.
0: That's good. You just made a path for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, besides the ringing endorsements that we're having for the Maury show and McDonald's. So, far, um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cut uh, me
4: a check, Mickey D. All, <laughs> right, all that bullshit. Mm. Yeah, hey, hey, it's
0: okay. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to let that go. Please do. Um, but actually, there's something I, w- I did want to jump into. You had mentioned uh, mm-hmm. figure skating. Yeah. Like, so you fit you were like a uh, uh amateur figure skater or, yeah. or was it was a professional you, you were did like you know, axles. training like yeah. I was definitely
2: amateur let's not get crazy okay. but um <laughs> i I was doing double jumps I didn't I didn't make it to the triples but I did it for about seven years mm. from um like seven years old to 14 years old wow um and then you know I went I went to like a really demanding high school my freshman year of, okay. of high school in Manhattan and I was just like I can't I can't I can't be up at five o'clock in the morning at the rink and have like the first day I came home from school my backpack exploded because of how heavy it was. Like it literally ripped open. I needed to get a new backpack. The first day of school. Jeez. So, and school was re- really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, at least at the time. I was a little bit of a nerd. So, um, yeah, Fair. but in terms of, you know, it's it's the people that you see in the Olympics did not have a childhood. You know what I mean? Like their lives that's are the at the rank. Yeah. And that's you know? the stories I've heard. Yeah. Figure skating, gymnastics, like those sports, especially, mm-hmm. um, they demand a lot from a very young age, which is, you know, really, really great in terms of setting, you know, discipline, self-discipline and all, and all that. Um, I definitely had more discipline as a 10, 10, 11, 12 year old than mm-hmm. I do as an adult. I will be <laughs> honest, but, um, you know, it, it, I don't know. It, it, when I look back, it was just such a powerful and empowering and exhilarating experience to be on the ice by myself. Um, which is it's kind of funny because I feel like there is a big link between me having done that and eventually and eventually acting because it's it's really similar. Even mm-hmm. though there's no dialogue in ice skating, you know, like you're telling a story with your body, right. um, which is really amazing and beautiful.
0: Well, it's it's interesting because you both have uh, very similar stories even with that. You talk about just with your bodies. And uh, like you were saying, just to be getting in shape and for acting. And that was really just a passion of yours. So that was a motivational factor. Yeah,
4: it was tough. I mean, I used to hoop in high school um i wasn't good but i loved it <laughs> and well, i wasn't bad I yeah was like decent. you can't you
0: can't give on you, you gotta hype yourself all right up. I, so I don't think anybody's gonna go back and check i, I to played make
4: sure. i played okay. you know she you got know? she got time i got some go. time on she the court. wasn't
2: laying on a bench with uh, the mcchicken with cheese right there i was i was a small forward
0: my <laughs> you could just game say you had 25 and 10 pop, that's fine that's, that's it fine, yeah. triple
4: doubles every night yeah, see that's what i'm saying that's it i i was throwing up points. i still i still play with my dad every now and then but um yeah, muscle memory is God's gift. Yeah. You know, so once I was able to get back into it and back in the gym, like, I, I can't not work out, you know, like, it's right. a part of my life. Um, But if anybody wants to, you know, play me one on one, that's a challenge. Some love and basketball stuff because I'm, you know, oh, so you're single. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. so, so guys, so guys out there, because there are guys that listen. I'm
0: just letting you know, she's one. You got to play her for, you know, her that's heart from my heart. That's for it. Her heart. It gets real. That's okay? it.
4: And I'm not taking it easy either.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, and like obviously, I don't know if any guy's gonna get on the figure skating thing with you. So I think you won that <laughs> round. Yeah. Um. Sadly. But Truly. uh <laughs> But like I said, I, I did my research and, you know, I did see um, certain things. And uh, first of all, I, I saw some pictures of you and you were like, you know, ready. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole athleticism you did. Mm-hmm. I think it was a was yoga or something like that. What are you doing?
2: Uh, I don't know. I do a little I do a little bit of everything these days, okay. you know, um, boxing. Boxing is like my my favorite outlet. Yeah because uh, she'd be getting a little angry. And, uh, okay. you know, rather than hit a person...
0: You had to take it out on a punching bag.
2: take it out on a bag, yeah. Um, I like that. And, like, I mean, as Jordan mentioned, like, that muscle memory is is really... It's true. It's it's absolutely God's gift because if it wasn't for the training that I had as a figure skater, as a mm-hmm. kid, you know, I was... Listen, I had a personal trainer when I was, like, 11, 12 years old just for skating. You right. know, we would do... Saturdays, I'd work out six hours straight Maybe more, depending. Um, but yeah, if it wasn't for that foundation, that template, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to be as fit as I am right now. You know, in terms of strength, I definitely, I definitely could trim a little bit out of fat. But in terms of like strength, I don't think you don't, you don't want, you don't want me to hook to throw a hook. Your way,
0: you don't. You don't no, want. No, I no, don't, I don't, we don't want those problems. So you, you know, we it. don't want to get to a boxing ring. <laughs> don't get to a basketball court. No, and we going do, going. but you, don't. you do You do, you do what you don't. You okay. Do, because if you lose, exactly. It's, exactly. Over. it's over. It's over.
4: Exactly.
2: Life is so. really just a boxing match.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of life, uh,
2: <laughs> speaking <laughs> of life,
0: play uh, roommates <laughs> yes. in the uh, web series uh Two Grown. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube, and this this whole idea, like you were just saying, how you guys just kind of came together. You both have uh interest in just being you know uh, actresses and and really making the business and doing roles that you feel like are important mm-hmm. instead of just taking whatever's thrown at you mm-hmm. now i've watched the entire series so far thank you from your characters because mm-hmm. you, you use your real names
4: yeah, yeah. everybody's real i don't know where that even came from we just yeah. kind of went with it yeah
0: is there any like similarities to your characters to your own real lives like is mm-hmm. this like just a mirror image of yourselves
2: I I wouldn't say a mirror image. Uh definitely they're definitely both rooted in us. I would say you know, I mean comparable to Broad City where like we're, we play heightened versions of ourselves. Yeah, mm. You know. Yeah. Um I think Jordan Jordan is the, the heightening on her end is more on the reserve side, and the heightening on my end because I know Jordan in real life, and she's a super goofball. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the heightening on my end is like, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a little extra yeah. ridiculous, yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm a little extra forward, yeah. Um,
4: <laughs> you know, yeah, extra.
2: I would say, yeah. So we're, it, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's heightening. Yeah, it's definitely of certain heightening. personality traits. I okay. mean,
4: I definitely we have a lot of fun um shooting and a lot of times we find ourselves um improvising around the dialogue that we do have written for mm-hmm. each episode and um <laughs> a lot of the best moments come out of that really? like just random like stuff that we didn't plan or even um, I love shooting in New York because of the people on the street and the people, hey, what you doing? What you doing? Like those people, like, make. Mm-hmm. They color it yeah. for us. Yeah. It's a character. New York City is another character in our series, mm-hmm. um, the city itself. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely, there's definitely parts of me in there. Um, I am dating a Caucasian male. I haven't experienced that in my life. I'm open to it, very mm. much so. But okay. um, <laughs> I have not Noted. done that. Like, yeah, today I was with my trainer. I started with a new trainer this morning. And he had watched the series. And he was like, I- I gotta, can I just ask you a personal question? And I was like, <laughs> oh. I didn't even know what the realm, what it was going to be. Because yeah. we weren't even talking about the series. So th- it could have been an array of questions, you right, know. Right, right. And I was like, what's up? And he was like, do you really have a thing for white guys or like? you know what is it i'm like uh-huh. the fourth person uh-huh. that's asked me that i was like i'm not i'm not closed off to it <laughs> but i've never had a swirl but I, I i appreciate your your ask like he's not the first person that's asked well, that, me that, that
0: shows that. how good your acting I is would, you know? I was just it was very say. believable yeah. yeah it was yeah, yeah. So you got that situation going on. I don't want to know what's going to happen later, obviously. Um, Now, actually, I saw you. It was Mm -hmm. a date. You guys did a double date. Yes, we did. But even moving a little bit before that, and you said how you were very forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pizza guy
2: yeah oh john
0: yeah the johnny pizza
2: guy. daddy uh, just the, the jd daddy the... oh my god let me stop because people haven't watched sorry no spoilers
0: no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it i want out cut question. that out I am, I, I, I am gonna say this that you know it's uh it's it's probably not the most pg of moments but it's great <laughs> You're, you, the way you uh, attract the guy oh but uh just even from doing a scene like that there's no mm-hmm. fear it's just like hey i'm just gonna put myself out there even though i'm acting yeah. you know yeah. what i mean like there's just
4: i think I go ahead okay i
2: well one i don't think there's like time for fear mm-hmm. two we're so comfortable yep that's
4: what i was going to say on
2: set um i don't know john like that at all in real life mm-hmm. um i mean the only times i've seen him were on set but um you know i mean i think it's a huge advantage that it is what we wrote and we created yeah. you know right. like if it was maybe Honestly, I mean, you bring up a valid point because I had an audition recently that wasn't that comfortable and it was right. a very hypersexualized situation. Um, and I had to ask the casting, I didn't want to go to the audition, honestly. Mm. I was like, oh, great. Another one of these, I have to seduce the guy situations. Wonderful. You know, right. spicy Latina, great. Um, put me in a box, why don't you? Mm-hmm. And kick it down the street. Anyway, don't do that. Um, yeah. But, you know, I had to ask the director, I was like, so why? Like, what's the why here? You know. And mm-hmm. granted, I created my own why, yeah. and it wound up being the same thing. He was like, "Oh, because you're gonna rob him," and I was like, "Great, that is something I can <laughs> yeah. get behind." You know what right. I mean? Like, I better get my vengeance.
0: There's um, got to be some like meat to the payoff. story and right. a payoff. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, there
2: has to be a payoff um, for me to put myself in a situation like that. But you know, I mean, yeah, definitely. When it's our thing, it's our yeah. thing, and we know our intention, and and right. and we know what we want to get across. So it makes it exponentially easier and and uh more comfortable to fall into it
4: and like she said the comfort is there um because we create it like everybody like sean the Mm. the white guy my love interest and john that was her love interest in in this show they're people that we have worked with in the past i didn't know sean but sean knows her yeah Mm. so she was able to vouch for him she doesn't know john but i shot a whole show with john and i'm comfortable with john so i was able to bring john on and know that you know, every like everybody that we've had on our show is are within our network. Oh, okay.
2: Every single person. So Just every like single, we every have single ne- actor, we've never
4: like posted on backstage or mm-hmm. actors access or like right. we've never looked for anybody. It's all we, It's all putting our friends on mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's so 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 important to build within your network like First, Issa
2: said like Issa said you gotta network across yeah
4: it's mm. it's it, you gotta start she's
0: at a very deep too yeah passion.
4: it's 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 real though <laughs> yeah. because yeah. it's like if you if you know the people that you're bringing on they know you they know your hustle they know they're gonna, they're and gonna they respect
2: you which gonna, as women yeah. is so important right. to bring
4: on people who respect you as the ones calling the shots yeah you know they're gonna feel your vision like our editor both of them like they know what we want you know right. so when we get these edits it's not just that they know like our vision they know us like internally so mm-hmm. it's like yeah it, it i don't know it's harmonious okay to say the least it's oh,
0: beautiful but that's that's what it's all about that's a yeah. good thing and uh, the episodes are about, they're not really, like, long-form episodes, no. right? So it was, like, mm-hmm. average, like, I six mean, if you want to give us money, shorter. we'll make so them longer. Right? Shorter, yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah. like, four to five minutes. Yeah, actually, I like that. Yeah. I think it's really cool, like, it hits people with it right away. They, they jump right into the story. And it, it leaves you wanting more. Now, i actually going to follow up with that. Will there be longer episodes in the future? Is that something that's, you know, being yeah. tossed around?
4: Yeah.
2: thats It's definitely something that's being requested, and, mm. you know, I think the most important thing is for us to be able to give people what they want. Um, within at the, reason.
4: At no. the same time,
2: within reason, yes. <laughs> within reason. But don't get crazy. <laughs> um, but at the same time, uh, you know, if, if we could, which we intend to, procure
4: mm-hmm. some
2: assistance, um, that would help exponentially because every single dime, dollar, penny has come out of our pocket for this. Yeah, this we funded
4: season one. A thousand
2: percent self-funded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which you know was a little intimidating at first. You know, like when <laughs> yeah, it when it little. would when it would come down to okay, we have this shoot day coming up. Okay, yeah. what do we need? And be like, we look at each other like yeah. x amount of dollars.
4: Yeah. Like, <laughs> damn,
2: that's gonna hurt. But you know what? It's like yeah. we're we're investing, even though you know we're not yielding a financial return. Like, this is an investment for us. Yeah, right. and you and
4: you you know you. You see the numbers and you're like, oh, it's gonna cost that much, and, and then the shoot day comes, and of course you always blow your budget because someone mm-hmm. wants extra cheese on their sandwich mm-hmm. or something. Right. But at that point, we're just like, who cares? Like right. everyone needs to be happy. We need to you do. You want we have roast to do. beef? You can have roast beef. You want to eat? Like it's there. There wasn't. <sighs> There wasn't a limit, especially to keep our casting crew happy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and like I said, the people that like our D P and our our editors, they work with, you know, what we can afford, which is Right. Which is huge. It's man. amazing. It's I mean it's a weight lifted it's, off.
2: Exactly. It's it's really when when you work with people that like see potential in you right. and respect it's you inspiring. creative right. people are so generous right. mm-hmm. with their time. Right. Um, Especially when they when they see they see that it could potentially go
4: somewhere, yeah. you know.
0: That's good. That's and really we're good. going places, baby. Oh yeah, they look. Okay. I told you, I'm definitely <laughs> a fan. I support it, and um, you know, just obviously the, everything that's been going on in um, Hollywood, mm. as you know, no one, me too, me too, me everyone's too. Everyone's been too? living under a rock. Yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> doing a, a project like this that is funded by yourselves and you know mm. doing it on your own. When it comes time to like uh, going to auditions, like you said, mm-hmm. and going for different roles, mm-hmm. is there any difference now in like the way casting directors and everybody like treats you because of everything that's going on with Me Too? And probably now more guys are being watched for mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they do. Is it different now going to auditions?
2: I haven't really experienced anything different.
4: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I haven't really been auditioning too much lately. Um, I was working on another project at the top of the year. Um, I but I rarely come into contact with male casting directors, yeah. Likewise, mm. um, likewise, the and the majority um, of them are female for me.
2: And not to like judge books by their covers, but the majority that I've been around are not into my kind,
4: so. oh, yeah, oh, good, okay. um, yeah, yeah, that's true too. The, so, yeah, but yeah, for, for, for the majority.
2: Um, that I've been around thus far but, but when
4: I was working on The project I was working on um, at, the, at the top of the year I was in Atlanta shooting And it was a it was a feature An indie feature And um, I did have uh, someone from SAG Stop by the set a couple days And on the third day she stopped by She actually brought, brought by a paper She pulled me to the side And it was a sexual harassment paper mm-hmm. And wow. she was like You know with everything going on mm-hmm. You know I just I want to know are you comfortable mm-hmm. You know read through this Blah 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 And I was like Wow, wow, yeah, it was crazy That's amazing yeah. it was crazy
2: yeah it, it definitely i mean i'm I'm glad that sag is taking that kind of i'm i'm sa- i'm not part of the union uh at this particular moment, but um I'm glad that they're doing that because i mean in indie films there's no there's yeah. no one oh yeah that can hold you accountable for your actions and you know i mean honestly i've had i've had a couple situations where I was not comfortable. Um, so I'm glad that this was before me too, the Me Too movement. Um, but regardless, like it's, it's definitely, I think just unfortunately, and I hate saying it, but boys will still be boys. Um, but I really hope that like people in positions of power are really reevaluating, uh, their, their behavior because, you know, we are. Women as a whole are using platforms to call people out, and mm. um, I think it's definitely going to have
4: more repercussions in the yeah, future. I mean, it's very tough in this over-sexualized media this is that we—it's cra- It's sex yeah. everywhere. 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 Every. Every production has to have someone having sex in it. Like it has to.
2: Uh, at least everyone written by a dude. It's <laughs>
4: crazy. I mean, nice. I, I I think it's pretty evenly matched. I think that it's. It, it,
2: well, here's the thing. It I I yeah, you're right. I think it is evenly matched. It really just goes to you can tell there is a contrast between the way a male shoots a sex scene and the way a female shoots a sex scene. Mm. You know, mm. there are very different there's there are tasteful ways to illustrate the act of sex and then there are like okay, pornographic ways, you know? Right. Um and and I have seen differences in the way that that plays out on camera. Um and I do like there's nothing wrong with sex. I I love sex. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, and I think that, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think that you know it's a huge part of everybody's drives and desires, and right. it should it because sh- if art is truth, then that should definitely be out there. But um, there are ways to handle it
0: in a tasteful manner. In yeah, a tasteful manner, sure. and
2: there are ways to treat your cast mm. who are you are who you are putting in an uncomfortable situation. A lot of times in a a room full of men, there are ways to treat your cast respectfully, you know, Um, because you should. I mean, it's just it's just it's just respect and and human consideration. Um, So, yeah. I don't know where that came from. But well, that's my that's my soapbox. No, it's it's definitely well
0: this is this is for this is the venue for it. Yeah. And uh the whole thing we just said with boys will be boys, you mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day men need to be men. So, yeah, you know, come that's, on. that's right? Uh, I just got shows. Come that's on. That's a big part that's of real.
2: it. So, it's, so it's real. True. It's so real. It's so real.
0: It is something and um you know, obviously I do before we, you know, wrap up, I always like to end on a on a mm-hmm. fun note. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh now Please now, you both said that you weren't really the biggest of sports fans, right?
4: Mm-hmm. No, I like sports. Oh, you do like I sports. love like sports. Oh, you do like sports. Yes. Okay. okay, so then.
2: I'm like, wait, is that a touchdown mm-hmm. or is that
4: <laughs> I like, love- so did I love- I love college football because I'm a Sooner. Okay, of course. And um, my dad went to Michigan State, so we love college football. Wow,
0: okay, um, okay. So-
4: and then college basketball right now for Michigan State is popping. Uh-huh. Um, we kind of fell out. We had a tough loss a couple weeks ago. And then nice. I love pro i love nba i'm not a big fan of who's your, who's your team i don't want to talk about it no, is it the knicks no it's the thunder but what? we've had a tough few. i mean i went to college in oklahoma so oh, okay, okay, we got okay. them when they were the supersonics and then we yeah. also had the hornets when um katrina happened yeah. so when we got an nba team like
0: i was I, i'm not gonna lie i for a minute there when uh, oklahoma city first came about yeah. i was pretty resentful because i felt like seattle got robbed of a team where they didn't deserve <laughs> to get robbed
4: I guess. They did. But no one cared. Like, they no y'all didn't care. It's like when you have a toy and then your brother gets mad because you're... Bro, you That's wasn't exactly even worried was. about my toy <laughs> until I had my toy. Like, leave me alone, oh, you they, know? Snap. They
0: literally took them in the middle of the yeah, night. Yeah, y'all it wasn't.
4: Was... Seattle, y'all wasn't paying attention to your team. Go get an umbrella because it's raining. Like, no, y- they didn't care. Hmm. They didn't care.
0: So then uh, this will probably lead into my question. I was going to say this. Uh I was actually having this conversation with uh, some other people, and when they talk about like you know going out on dates and things like that, because mm-hmm. they were saying like Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. is going to Ew. a sporting event considered a date? Yes. Yeah. Why not? Yes. yes. Both
4: agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I would. Okay. What? <laughs> if listen, we could play one on one, and then you can take me to a thunder game. So we're
0: still playing for your heart. Yeah. And then after, after you win that, your heart, yeah, then you gotta go. To the thunder going, game. And then
4: I'm gonna propose to you. Like you don't even pro- have to do the work. Gender roles, this like, flip grid. Like I would probably start crying.
1: Really? Yes.
4: All of that. Yes, and we can go to we can go see a Nets game or a Knicks game as long as the Thunder's playing. I don't. We could go to Philly and go to a Sixers game and see the Thunder's playing. There's I a don't lot care. of
0: planning involved in this. One. I
4: don't. I don't care. Yeah, Because yeah. right?
0: they got to make sure they beat you one on one, and then they got to have the date already arranged with yeah. the tickets. You know, you gotta is, you gotta know you're gonna
4: win. That's this it. Is, okay. It's yeah. a lot of so confidence. if you come in hot, you know you're gonna win. Then it's fine. <laughs> you already know we're going. Okay. And I got the ring. Jordan says hey. contracts with her dates, just in case you didn't know. There's an outline that you need to follow. Really? That oh, be yeah. There You're are so rules, stupid. there are criteria. So oh, okay. okay. So
2: there are criteria. For me, I'm some yeah. figure it out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, figure it out. You're giving no help. No. It uh, hasn't really worked out for
2: me. <laughs> no, no, no. <that>, uh, okay. <laughs> I might just, have to take some you know, I, was <laughs> <not>. <laughs> hey. I, I remember a guy
4: took me to a Knicks game and we were like right, like literally like right mm-hmm. on the court. And I was just like. Wow. I really wish I really liked this guy because oh, he was nice. Like He, he got was hit with that. I know. Yeah. He was oh, so nice. It's
0: always the good guys. Do I don't want to talk about that? the good guys though. I hate that. Oh, because okay. I want
4: a good guy, but then I never choose a good mm-hmm. guy. You know? I Why mean, does there's that
2: happen? There's work, and with time, time will.
4: Yeah, time when I'm 40, 5, and I'm single. Hey, 30's a new 20.
2: 30's a new 20. Okay? Oh, 40's a new 20, okay? Oh, 40's a new 25. 30's a new 20, 40's a new 25. No. We'll be okay. Our eggs won't, but that's a bridge we'll cross
4: when we get to it. He's out there um, at, you,
0: at the what the Knicks game. That's tough. Yo, that it was is, literally
4: like tough. right down there. Like it was, they were such good seats. Yeah, all and right. Took me to a nice dinner. Still kept the number? No. Uh yeah. I mean, he's just a, like he's a nice, guy. and he was a friend of a friend, and uh, I just didn't. He want came to, with references too. He came with references. Look you know what?
0: But you kept saying he's such a nice guy. So it just I means know. like no, no, no. I just yeah. yeah. He was so nice. You man. need yeah. It's okay. It's I just okay. there
2: are nice guys with an edge. You know, I need An you edge, up around the edges.
0: Gotta be just a little crazy, just a tad. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
2: My kind of crazy.
4: Not disrespectful, nice. crazy. No,
2: not disrespectful,
0: <laughs> crazy. All right. So we got yours and now your your date on a going to a game, you're okay with that as well, you said.
2: I'm totally okay with yeah. that. Yeah. I'm to- like I I enjoy watching live sports I mean mm-hmm. on the step team we cheered for the for the basketball team so like right. I was watching basketball every single day in high school um, and then I went to Rutgers so I would go you know big football mm-hmm. culture there too but honestly I just I would just get too congested at those games I'd be like I don't got time for this <laughs> oh, I, love I just it I just couldn't. I couldn't. Um, and I'm small. You know what I mean. I could yeah. see. Yeah. You know, I'm at a, at a disadvantage. That's a, you that know? a
0: disadvantage. But
2: I would be chilling, watching the games on my TV <laughs> with my with my roommates, and we were just fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I would I would totally enjoy that. I mean, mm-hmm. I get into it. Same. I'm very I'm very easily entertained, so I will get into it. You know okay. what I mean? Like on both sides, like watching the end of the Super Bowl, I was like. I I got a little anxious. I got a little anxiety. I'm not gonna lie. That last minute, <laughs> you didn't have a
0: team, so you're. Just, I didn't have a just, team. You're just watching. Yeah. I mean, I was
2: going for the Eagles just because, you right, know. Right. Um, I guess on some bandwagon stuff, but I mean, whatever, it doesn't matter. But yeah, <laughs> I would, I would very much thoroughly enjoy that. Um, but just don't expect me to like play flag football with oh i boys. love flag football
0: so oh you, you love flag football? yeah
4: okay i was the mvp like four years ago oh, oh. co-ed baby Coed. She like everything athletic co-ed. you know oh my god i love sports so much. co-ed
0: so you gotta play you gotta play against the guys yeah
4: i love playing with boys okay yeah
0: guys are listening right now
4: you guys you just you basically
0: just Men. gave an entire itinerary of what the guy has to listen, do you just come, gave come at everything it. they come gotta listen it. to this and and take warning. You know That's this it. is this is real. Take notes. Slide take in the notes. DMs. So, um, is there any uh, like social media links or anything you want to share, with everybody, so they can uh, check you guys out? Yeah,
2: cool. absolutamente. Um, definitely hit us up at Two Grown on IG.
4: T W O um, G R O W N.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, like, girl, you' too grown for that. But there's two of us. See what we did there?
4: Yeah, I saw what you did. We're right?
2: geniuses. Um, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, YouTube. Same. We are also TWO grown mm-hmm. on the YouTube. Uh, Facebook, I mean, if you if same. you wanna, oh yeah, 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 Facebook too. I forgot okay. about that. Yep. Bache del libro. Um, same thing. Yeah. Same okay. deal. No like personals. us, love us, share us. Yeah, I mean, if you wanna follow me personally, I'm at it's i t s
4: Alana A l a n a J, and I am at Jordi, J-O-U-R-D-I 07, Jordi 07.
0: Okay, I'm just trying to help. He's gonna fill up your DMs just listen. in case they listen when they when they hear listen. this, you know, they'll go into be ready.
4: the uh, you must approve approve this uh, <laughs> oh. request for I uh, don't message. none of them. You must approve.
0: You're not approving anybody. No. Decline uh, or accept. I gotta go right. through
4: like InstaStock for a minute and then go like back back <laughs> where it says 2016 and then I, all right all right You're a little normal all right all right except. so
0: it it doesn't go down in the DMs. Okay, we understand that. No. Now, it's all good. But, I'm actually
4: uh, horrible with communicating
2: via DM, so you don't even want to try it. You'll just get frustrated. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and be like, she sucks. But I know, (laughs) I'm pretty awesome.
0: It's all good. Uh, Ladies, thank you so much for stopping by and just talking about your show and your entire journeys. This was great.
4: Thank you, Ed. This was so cool. Check us
0: out. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning in once again Uh, another special thank you to the ladies of two grown alana and jordan please make sure you check out their show youtube.com forward slash two grown it's amazing uh definitely plenty of laughs and and really enjoyed the interview and uh as always hit me up on twitter and instagram at ed easton jr let me know what you think share any thoughts you have on the show until next week I'm Ed Easton Jr. and you've been listening to Sports Social here on Brooklyn Free Speech Radio.